Hello everyone, sorry I can't be there in true award ceremony fashion. My name is Russell Todd, I've only recently become aware of the network and um, some of the work that, that Rob has been doing. He's asked me to record something based around sort of community development, which is something I've been involved in for the last 18 to 19 years. So I founded two podcasts in the last four and a bit years. The first one is about the Wales football team and of limited relevance and interest to you and the event. But the second one is around community development, practice and experience and theory. But I guess in both cases, I did it because I couldn't find the sort of the content in a podcast medium that I was looking for. And so in the spirit of these things and in the spirit of what you were all involved in and, and, and researching, made my own media. And um, as a collective of six involved with the football one, and it's just me doing the community development one, which is imaginatively titled The Community Development Podcast and is available at that url.co.uk, uh, com, C-O-M-M-D-E-V-T podcast, com, dev to podcast as well on Twitter. Day job is working for IndieCube, a community benefit society based in South Wales, but has grown to cover much further afield in Wales into England as well. And we do two main things, which is provide co-working spaces for people. And uh, we're a trade union for self-employed people. And again, I think there's parallels with community media, self-organizing, doing things for ourselves, uh, creating our own support networks, our, our own sort of forms of solidarity, articulating a voice that we feel perhaps hasn't been adequately catered for or listened to through traditional maybe trade union channels, through politics and, and, and the like. Founded by Mark Hooper in 2010, Mark J. Hooper on Twitter and worth a follow on that. Uh, he also founded uh, Bro Radio, B-R-O, which is Welsh for sort of Vale, which is based in Barry in Vale of Glamorgan in South Wales. And again, Mark is, is interested in what you're doing based on, on that experience. So Rob's asked me to just talk through a little bit about community development and it's an interesting term, it's a term that gets used a lot, it's maybe a term that gets misused a bit. People will have maybe their own interpretation of it. I'm actually kind of quite keen for people to have their own interpretation and their own kind of spin on this because I think it's very much around people and it's around communities, it's around self-organising, self-identification, uh, self-definition as, uh, as to what community is and to have that personal spin I think is important. But of course there's this theory, the wisdoms and the research that is, is underpinning you know, certain kind of accepted definitions for me though when I'm going into a community I like to break this down and to pitch it much more simply and so for me it's community development is the way in which communities can articulate and achieve a future that's different from their past I think that captures and distills the essence of it in a more theoretical sense I really quite like the, the Scottish community development centers definition which is quite a long rambling perhaps definition but I think it does really encapsulate the, the breadth and the, and the depth and the diversity of, of what it can be. They define community development as a way of strengthening civil society by prioritizing the actions of communities and their perspectives in the development of social economic and environmental policy. Um, I think it was a little bit broader than just policy how we live our lives within these communities or how we attempt to influence you know how services are delivered and how other organizations and other interests operate and impact on on our communities but at the absolute crux of it it's about empowerment of local communities whether those communities are communities of geography of area whether they're communities of interest or identity or they're communities that are organizing around maybe specific issues and themes i think increasingly as well we need to recognize that many of these communities will exist maybe only in a virtual or in an online context where people feel much safer to articulate aspects of their faith or their gender or their sexuality in only a, an online virtual way. And of course, the key thing for all of this is how these things uh, and these different communities intersect. Another crux of community development is about building capacity 
capacity of people, capacity of individuals, capacities of uh, groups of individuals, so that they can be active in their community groups, the organizations, the networks, whether those are formal or informal. It's about building the capacity of institutions and agencies. Increasingly, there's been this recognition that if we talk about capacity building, it is not just of the people living on that disadvantaged estate on the side of the valley or on the edge of town. It's about building the capacity of housing providers, building the capacity of police, the neighborhood policing officers. It's about building the capacity of people in government as well, who very often will be holding the money, will be dictating and shaping the policy and rolling out programs and the like. And it's important that we recognize that that capacity building is happening across the piece, not just in the communities. And I think dialogue is a key element of this as well. We have to be talking, we have to be engaging with each other face to face, wherever possible. That's not always feasible based in maybe rural areas, certainly areas that have very, very dispersed populations. Fascinating stuff in Canada, for instance, as to how community development happens across, you know, vast swathes that would dwarf the size of Wales, let alone South Wales, which is primarily where I've been working in the Gwent Valleys, Merthyr Tydfil. Another key element of community development is autonomous voice. And I think this is really where community media and community development can really work hand in hand and complement each other. I think they can in some of those other elements I've just referred to. But that notion of, of empowering a voice, articulating voice, that isn't usually heard. In the case of maybe disadvantaged, vulnerable, marginalised communities, communities that maybe don't speak English, or indeed Welsh for that matter, that often get written about and don't do the writing, it's important that they have that opportunity to articulate themselves. And then the final thing is that community development has at the very heart of it a commitment towards social justice, tackling inequality. If we're doing activities that aren't actually looking to rebalance and redress inequality, then actually are we doing community development at all? It might be that we're doing something that's nice, it's something that is well received locally, but at the heart of it, we have to be able to connect it with tackling inequalities. And at the heart of that, therefore, are core values, principles that are around human rights, social inclusion, certainly equality, respect for diversity, and so on. I think as well, increasingly, as we go forward with austerity, the hollowing out of the public realm, the selling off of, of public space, of parks, the levying of fees to use sort of social infrastructure, this term that's getting a little bit of currency, halls, institutes, things like that. As those things are becoming ever more precarious, I think there's a, an increasing emphasis and a strand around how communities are supported to control assets, to acquire those assets, to know how to operate them, to run them. And I think that's increasingly a key strand of community development going forward as well. But none of these things are easy to achieve. And so at the heart of it, we also need to recognize that there are skills. There's a knowledge base that's required as well. And in the last sort of 20 years, there's been a terrific emphasis in sort of FE and HE to raise the awareness of community development as, as an approach, as a profession even. So there's been the professionalizing of it via workforce development, via occupational standards against which you can benchmark your, your practice. And I think for us, learning is the key word here, us being community development practitioners. If there's not learning taking place, well, actually, can we call it community development? So these things go hand in hand yes we might be tackling inequalities tackling aspects of social justice but if we if we aren't learning at the same time then we're actually missing a trick here and so it's important that learning is at the heart of that not necessarily formal but I also think it's important and the presumption should be there to share that learning that's difficult based on time restrictions based on maybe resource restrictions based on maybe not recognizing that learning learning has taken place sometimes but again I think that's where community media such as my community development podcast comes into play because it provides that platform it provides that medium for reflection to listen to somebody's practice and you know there might be one or two people who listen of a particular episode who think Do you know what that experience really resonates with me 
and that might provide them with some reassurance or that they have been on the right path with something or that you know there is light at the end of the tunnel or their problems aren't unique to them or their areas and I think that's very very important as well because community development work community development practitioners can be quite isolated they can be quite remote by definition should at the very least be aspiring to reach those groups and bits of the community themselves who are marginalized who are peripheral who are working in the nighttime economy, are caring, are you know, agoraphobic and not leaving the house and, and things like that. And so by definition, you, you should be a worker, a practitioner who's already maybe working in an isolated capacity on, a, on an estate just themselves, is having to find other people who are also isolated. And so I think that that is difficult then when it comes to taking that step back, trying to look at things a little bit more from a bird's eye perspective to go, okay, you know, what are we, what am I doing here? How am I having an impact? Am I having an impact? Am I creating dependencies or am I encouraging people to to have that autonomy of voice to empower themselves? So as I said, sorry, I can't be there. Really hoping to engage a bit more fully with what you're all involved in. I think there's some terrific stuff happening in, in Wales. I think there's an opportunity for IndieCube to get involved and to help raise the profile of the network and what you're doing. I think there's potentially uh, a role for people who are independent working, gig economy workers, people who are working maybe in a quasi-freelance way where people are self-employed for part of the week, salaried for the rest of the week. These are voices that aren't heard in the formal channels or the or, or the vocal channels related to economy. And again, I think community media within these circles is something that can help empower them and articulate their voice get things off their chest if nothing else so best of luck enjoy the day connect with me i'm um, on twitter i'm llanach double l a double n e r c it's the community development podcast.co.uk uh, if anyone is interested in the welsh football team that's called podcast peldroid peldroid being welsh for football yeah i'm looking forward to, to hearing about what comes out of today and uh, if there's anything i can do to complement or help that then get in touch thank you